Affinity Extra, B Extra. Hope you've had a decent week. And, uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right. Challenging, but you know what? On Christ the solid rock, I stand all other ground is sinking sand. Yes. Pack show for you tonight, or today, rather, on uh, Affinity Extra, B Extra. And uh, I will let you know or you'll find out shortly after I have this from my girl, Eudina J and Tanique. From her album, When You Go, You Go. Unapologetic. And of course, as always, start off with me a little bit of anthem. Kelly Price, this is who I am.
you can't stop me now Even if you try, you can't slow me down Know what I stand for and I hold my ground I'm in it to kill it, I'm not playing around They said they're trying to keep up with me I say it's not about me, but the Christ in me I'm just embracing the woman I've been called to be I'm out here just trying to build a legacy Man in my own, chasing my dreams Spending time on my word, and time on my knees I'm here to win souls and not people please All about being me, no apologies You see the brand, it's unapologetic See how I stand, I'm unapologetic Make no excuses, no compromise The passion is evident when you look into my eyes You see what unapologetic We're on a mission and we're out here to get it You can't stop us, we never give up And anywhere we dare, we come to disrupt I said we're unapologetic Do what it takes and we don't sweat it We just build a ting and empire We set the vibe and we bring the fire Whoa, new ting, new year Everybody wanna be like gal this year Build up the ting like empire, yeah Cause we got the blood like vampire, yeah Whoa, she ain't stepping on my toes Kingdom sisters, make everybody know Turn up the place, make the anointing flow Cause we set the vibe, be shining that glow So angelic, they can't match it All they wanna be is ratchet It's all apart, you're too plastic Act hard when you're not, that's drastic From the ends, my persona Transform but kept the aroma Bad jump for Christ, we stay sober Don't fit the scene, we're too kosher You see, we're unapologetic We're on a mission and we're out here to get it You can't stop us, we never give up And anywhere we dare, we come to disrupt I said, we're unapologetic Do what it takes and we don't sweat it We just build a ting, an empire We set the vibe and we bring the fire We just step on our vibes in ting We move together like tribes and ting You see, we're kingdom sisters unite and ting We put thoughts to paper transcribing ting We make sure that everybody knows We're all about that rhythm and flow No bad energy, that's got to go Did you hear what I said or do you need a reload? Everything I do, yo, I come correct Every opportunity I get, I reflect Every day I put God first And every day he loves me even at my worst I got moves to make And I'm not gonna lie, sometimes rules I break Free-spirited, can't be boxed and that's the flex On my head high with no regrets expressed You see, we're unapologetic We're on a mission and we're out here to get it You can't stop us, we never give up And anywhere we dare, we come to disrupt I said we're unapologetic Do what it takes and we don't sweat it We just build a ting and empire We set the vibe and we bring the fire You see, we're unapologetic We're on a mission and we're out here to get it You can't stop us, we never give up And anywhere we dare, we come to disrupt I said we're unapologetic Do what it takes and we don't sweat it We just build a ting and empire We set the vibe and we bring the fire Affinity Extra, be extra. So yes, Affinity Extra, be extra. Tapestry here with me, Nikki Tapper. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday or this Sunday or Monday or whenever you're listening to the programme because, of course, it goes out not just here on a Friday at 9am but, again, Sundays at 9 and 1pm on a Monday. But you can, of course, catch it on after that at your leisure. And if you're new to the show, this is an opportunity for you to hear somebody else's story about how they came to faith. I tend to use the the line of ordinary people doing extraordinary things because of their faith in Jesus. And um, as my sister Rose says, living the life God gave them. And so I'm really pleased to have this next wonderful woman lady as my guest we first met um, a few years ago at an acknowledgement of Jamaica independence service and then bizarrely after that it fell into place that we knew lots of people in common and who had already spoken about us etc etc so please welcome to uh, tapestry and I'm really pleased to have a spoken word um, artist author lecturer uh, a woman who really wants to portray Christ from a Caribbean heritage standpoint, if I could use those words, Joanne Richards. Welcome, Joanne. <laughs> greetings, 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 my sister Nikki. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Would that be a fair description? In fact, no, I'm not going to say anymore. I'm going to do my usual question <laughs> to everybody, which is, who is Joanne Richards? Joanne Richards Goff is Oh, yes, make sure you add that in. <laughs> have to add the Goff. Joanne Richards Goff is a Christian cultural advocate uh, using music as a singer-songwriter, using stories. I tell people I love to tell stories and sing songs. Uh, I'm known also as an ethnodoxologist, that is somebody who encourages people and facilitates the use of indigenous languages and art forms in worship, both private worship and corporate worship. Uh, yes. So, so you see, I, already, yeah. <laughs> already I can tell there'll be people going, uh, Nikki, 
This is this is going to be an interesting conversation, <laughs> especially um, in light of the fact, as you said, they're encouraging that indigenous language um, to share their 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 faith and to using their worship. I think is amazing. But before we get into how you became a, let me write this down, um, a eth- ethnodoxologist, ethnodoxologist. <laughs> The people going to say yes, Nikki. You and your life because what pronunciations aren't my strength. All at times, I'm still working on it. But ethnodoxologist. Okay, you're so doing good. What, doing good. What was Joanne Richards like as a younger? So tell us a little bit about your your okay. beginnings. As you, I know that there you are. You're born in the island of Jamaica, but tell us what you were like when you were younger. Okay, so yes, I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. Both my parents are from Manchester, which is in the middle of the island. Um, cool, cool Manchester, they normally say. Um, and in fact, when I went to the UK, there were parts that reminded me of Manchester. Uh, and as you ask about my early beginnings, it reminds me of the story I wrote recently, Auntie Jojo Goes Vegan. So anyway, because in that, it yeah. tells the story of how as a little girl, I was the, what should I say? I, I used to love singing and reading. I think those were my two biggest loves. Yeah. I wasn't very active and I loved food. So <laughs> I was known as the fat one. I have an older sister and she was known as the skinny one. So that was like my identity, you know. But, you know and I, and the, the what I do know, um, being British born, you know, of Jamaican parents, is that mm-hmm. uh, those from the island of Jamaica and possibly across the Caribbean, actually, you know, there was no such thing as being PC. They would tell you as it is no. how you look. For real. It's same so it go. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> um, so that was a part of my identity. But also we were church going people who really um, believed in following Christ. So and especially my mom, um, who unfortunately passed away a couple of months ago now, November the 21st, to be exact. Yes, but she condolences was, to you for that because, we, you know, I saw that on your post, so my condolences uh, to you and, and family. Thank you so much. So, you know, she made sure we went to church, Sunday school, big church, junior church, um, youth fellowship when we got to that stage and stuff. So, and I used to enjoy, I enjoyed the stories uh, and it was just all such an amazing world to me. So at age five, I made a commitment to follow Jesus. I asked at that time, you used to use the phrase, ask Jesus into your heart. And so when, you know, you had that song, Into My Yes. Yes. So at age five, that's when I made that commitment. And then at age 12, I deepened the commitment, um, had a deeper understanding of how it meant really just giving over your entire life. So it's almost like you're not planning stuff for yourself anymore. God run your life and... That is it. So it has been an interesting journey, an adventure. Oh, and it's, it's all—I mean, already a joy to hear because there will be that many who are saying, "How would you know at five? And yet there is something that I have had with the guests I've had here on the show um, mm-hmm. who have experienced a genuine childlike maturity of their faith. At those ages, those single digit numbers of, you know, up until 10 that they've had an mm-hmm. encounter. They knew even if they couldn't find the words to put it in, you know, the eloquency or the literate, you know, literally know all those words mm-hmm. to be able to say. But they had a sense and they they knew that this Jesus they were committing to was real. And yet, yeah, um, as I've been sharing with so many of the guests I've had, you hit your teens and things start to change. Was that similar to you? Because you said at 12, which is when you're beginning to kick into puberty yeah. and things are changing, you're yes. there at high school. Um, but you said you deepened it. So what was happening for you that 
going into your teens, you still felt comfortable to say you're a committed believer of Christ in Christ? Well, you know, people would probably say that we lived sheltered lives. So I remember clearly it was at a summer camp that I made that deeper commitment. And then by age 14, I was baptized. Um, Not quite sure why I didn't get baptized earlier, but that was it. So what happened was we were fully immersed in things like Youth for Christ, um, inter-school Christian fellowship, uh, before that it was Children's Bible Club. I used to sing on the choir. My piano teacher was the choir director, so she drafted me in, knowing that we were from Christian family and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I was pretty much surrounded going to school. I mean, my my mother would advise us, you know, make sure your friends are Christians and this kind of a thing. So we kind of just were surrounded and were not exposed to anything wow. else. Now, getting older, things became interesting, more interesting, because then you started looking around at the wider world. And what I have come to realize is that, yes, at age five, you have an understanding, but there's still so much you don't know because you're only being exposed to what your people know. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. it's, It's only what your parents know and understand. But when you begin to search outside for yourself, Um, some people really experience an existential crisis. You know, who am I really? Because all I knew was this and now I'm seeing more. So, you know, I have to say that God has been faithful to me in walking with me through my crises um, from age 12 until now (laughs) and I'm not one of those who don't like to say my age so I will freely say I am now 57 and yet so it's been well math 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 is not my strong point so so I can't even count now from 12 45 (laughs) years but it's interesting you said he's been with you through crisis because there you are in the island Jamaica um Mm -hmm. what's becoming popular in the sense over here is um british british jamaicans were had brought reggae with them they'd brought scar with them yes. they they yes. there was the the um uprising you could say of and using a title of one of his albums rastafarism bob mm-hmm. marley was becoming quite popular and other Mm-hmm. Um, artists were coming through, Desmond, Dennis Browns and Berries Hammond. And so a lot of British um, black people, because of the times that we were living in, and especially first generation, so like my brother's age, those probably in their 60s coming into their 70s, had a very negative experience of being British. And if they'd come over to England from Jamaica or from other countries in the Caribbean... They would cleave back to what they had in Jamaica. And one of the key things yeah. that was coming through was, of course, um, becoming a rasta and not growing your hair and not looking the part, mm. not looking Eurocentric. So yeah. was that some of the crisis that you had when you were then coming into your late teens, into your 20s? Uh, no, my my processing came a little later, actually, because uh After leaving high school, I went to teacher's college. And then after leaving teacher's college, I taught for half a year. And then the following year, I went to the Jamaica Theological Seminary, where I did a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology with a minor in guidance and counseling. So while I was there, I was an exchange student at the Fort Wayne Bible College in Indiana. And... uh, There, I attended a a, a missions conference. So I got introduced to the whole concept of taking the gospel to the world, to the 
ends of the earth. Yes. And I mean, that really excited me. I got drawn in. And interestingly, what drew me was the knowledge that there were people who did not have the word of God in their own language. And so I eventually ended up sometime later with Wycliffe Bible translators, um, not as a translator, though, but as an ethnomusicologist. And uh, so what I was doing was working alongside the translators. So while they were translating, we were helping the people to develop their songbook, their hymnal, so to speak. So we would help them, guide them in writing new songs for church that use their own language and their own music. It was during that whole process that I began, to, my eyes began to open. I served first in Burkina Faso in West Africa. And then I was assigned to the whole Americas area. It began to dawn on me that I was there helping other people to have something that my own people didn't have. But it was through the whole studies etc., that I began to say, hold on a minute now. All of my training has been through the lenses of Westerners, through the lenses of the people who had oppressed my people, my ancestors. Everything that I was being taught was coming through their lens. And it was like, wow. I had never thought of it. It never dawned on me to ask, where are the black writers that we're studying in the seminary? It it just had never dawned on me. And so, you know, that that was the point at which things started to kind of shake up for me. I got shaken. Wow. You know. Well, I'm pleased you did get shaken because it's been interesting um, thus far. And and let me see if I can say the word again, that you then have become a very key ethnologist. Ethnodoxologist, there you go. Ethnodoxologist um, (laughs) had a hand in the Bible, the Jamaican New Testament. I want to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to break, though, for some music. It's Tapestry here with me, Nikki Tapper. I'm talking to my guest this week, Joanne Richards-Goff, who um, is from the island of Jamaica and is really, it's just pivotal to be hearing about someone's journey, especially when it comes to language and being um, being celebratory about the indigenous language that our, our parents, in particular for me, being of Jamaican heritage, Jamaican heritage, um, to celebrate and rather than it look down on. So let's find out some more after we have this. And you know me, I've, I've got to make everything kind of uh, mix and blend and have that vibe because we're talking about the island of Jamaica. Let's have some music that's kind of dance hall gospel from DJ Nicholas. Under the different rhythm vibe, block and delete. But if you know the enemy attack, make him know say an asking teeth. Delete and block, delete and block. No when to delete and block. No to discern your need to learn when nothing we have time and answer. And delete and block, delete and block. No when to delete and block. Now you feel learn when to hide your heat and call you. Serious relationship. Them a send text to them board and want chat. Yeah. Say them a wait for your reply. Make them go and watch the clock. Yeah. Block. Step on your potential, you are not. Uh-huh. You know, see how your body look hot. Yeah. Church only a hold you back. Your account should have had your block. So you are waste time to gospel. Uh-huh. You know, see, say no money, no in a dad. Do some girl and some bad man too. Yeah. Make out a road, your thing shot. Block. Delete and block, no when for delete and block. No for discern, you need to learn when no for real time and answer. And delete and block, delete and block, no when for delete and block. Shout to feel learn when to hide your hint and call you. No answer that, delete and block. Christianity a white man trap, uh-huh. Make fist leave the black, uh-huh. Give them your testimony and trap, yep. And if them no one stop, block them, say this had a new age flap. Uh-huh. And it's okay for man we're from. Mm-mm. And it's alright for married couple swap. When me looking at the Bible, me no see that. Block, now I'm me and you are chat. Yep, you serve God, you're on the right track. Yep, you box 
DJ Nicholas using the different rhythm there with his track Block and Delete. Delete and Block. (laughs) And uh, I'm talking to um, my guest, Joanne Richards. I kind of linked that in really in particular because, Joanne, um, you were sharing with us before we had the track there that music was really key for you. You were, you know, you knew you were kind of creative from a very young age when it came to words and music. And so when you're hearing now, um, artists like DJ Nicholas, um, Papa Son, who have yeah. been for many years, um, Stitchy, Junior Tucker, who have taken reggae um, and made sure that it's celebrating gospel music. And then mm-hmm. you have got the, you know, the DJ Nicholas's who are using dance hall genre of reggae to celebrate gospel. Right. How, how do you feel when you hear it? Are, is it please you? It certainly does. I feel it in my belly. Um, <laughs> and it, interesting because, of course, dance hall was never a space mm. that I would have visited growing up. <laughs> and so, um, you know, to think of it being something that would speak to me as a person with that background, it's interesting. So I can well imagine what it does for people who have that background and then have come to know Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, and so they can celebrate it. You know, it is said that it is through music that a people will um, find themselves and celebrate their identities. And uh, I think that this is clearly one of the ways one of the ways in which Jamaican people can celebrate their identity in Christ. Mm, mm. You see, because if, okay, one of the things we had to do as we were studying ethnomusicology was we did a course on the theology of worship and we had to craft a definition of worship based on what the scripture is saying. And the definition that I have been using is that worship is acknowledging all of who God is with all of who we are. And so if this music is a music that reaches you in a deep place, then it would be a good music to take and offer back to God. You know, of course, there are for some people, it brings back memories that they would prefer not to have. But then that's not everyone. Yeah, exactly. And so, yes. And I think this is the key thing, like you said there, about how we can then share the gospel, the message of the gospel Mm -hmm. to those who don't know. Because as you rightly said, for so many of us here, especially, um, and a a little bit like you said, because you were in a bubble, I'm going to just use that for simplicity Mm -hmm. in terms of your upbringing. Um, yes. And, you know, as you said, probably wasn't party to anything else that was going on musically or other people's lifestyle choices, etc. Mm-hmm. You could then, of course, be presenting the gospel to those who were like, well, that you can't speak to me because it, you're not doing saying anything that will help me understand the Christ 
who should who wouldn't like me because of my background or what I've gone through or as you just said their right. musical taste mm-hmm. you know there's many people who love their hip hop and and so when you find Jesus you're like oh I don't know if I can go into church because they don't seem to like hip hop so when you're hearing it and as mm-hmm. you rightly said you can worship the Lord through that genre that style because it suits right. the core of who you are then it's a blessing mm-hmm Yes, that's what it has been for me. I mean, I remember coming back home from West Africa and it's like I was just changed because one of the things we were taught growing up to is that Christians don't dance, right? (laughs) So (laughs) I go to Africa and I'm seeing, I mean, I went to Burkina Faso, as I told you, and visited Mali, Benin and Ghana you know, and I see the people in church dancing. So I come back home and my my movements were released before God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because, as you know, our, our ancestral heritage would have been mm-hmm. from West Africa. And That's so right. when, you, when you've gone back and thought, well, actually, if these are what my ancestors were doing pre-slavery... Mm-hmm even during slavery and beyond then how comes we 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 were that was beaten and literally beaten out of us Mm -hmm. and i mean i lived to see my mother change from saying christians shouldn't dance from saying charles come back with dance you know that's her husband (laughs) yes yeah and they'd put on my album and she'd be, Lord, you good, no, you better. You should see her in the house dancing. <laughs> you know, so I'm happy that she had that pleasure, that joy yes, yes. before passing yeah. to realize that God wanted her to bring all of herself to Amen. him. Amen. And, yeah. oh, and that fits so well with um, the scripture that, that tells us to Deuteronomy 6, isn't it? About, come, you know, give the... Come to the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your might. So, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. probably got it wrong, but yes. bottom line is give God all you've got, worship him with everything. And yes. and it's so a joy that when you see the shackles literally falling mm. off people falling when, they, off. when they celebrate who they are in Jesus, it's a, a tremendous joy. And that leads That's me right. well then into um, more of your life. You see, we could be here hours, but... around you with your ethnodoxology work because I mentioned briefly before the track that what's been fascinating for me and where your love for the gospel being shared in people's indigenous language was the Jamaica the Jamaican New Testament being translated into Patois so if you can tell me a little bit about that and and then the work that you continue to do if you've got you ain't got long so I'll give you a minute (laughs) Have mercy. Okay, so what happened is that growing up, we were not allowed to speak Patois at home. But then over time, I fell in love with the language and I discovered too that the um, people who are studying missions and who were, who were extending the cause of Christ globally uh, were using as a marker um, to identify whether a country was fully evangelized or Christian or under evangelized or unevangelized, they asked one question, is the word of God available to the majority of people in a language that they understand at a heart level? And so they were considering Jamaica with its how many churches per square mile, um, with its national anthem being a prayer. They were considering Jamaica to be under evangelized. And so uh, the idea of doing, translating the Bible, the New Testament at the moment, but they're working on the Old Testament into the Jamaican language um, was not just a nice thing to do, but it was a necessary thing to do because you found that I discovered in my ministry that there were people who don't think in English, they think in Patois. Yes. So whenever they hear English, they have to take time to process it, to understand what it means. And they don't have that time because everything is just passing them by. And so it really brought me to tears, actually, the first day I realized that there were people 
who were attending church and were only getting portions of what was being served because they didn't fully grasp the English language. Wow. I I mean, even that, you're just thinking, gosh, it it feels as though, again, you know, to kind of use my my words, it seems like a no-brainer that you would even do that. But it tells us so much about how we were indoctrinated in in English yes. being the only way you would ever communicate and if you couldn't speak English you were nobody mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so that takes me uh, takes me nice into if you can I, 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 you've got your little profile picture with you holding <laughs> it and I happen to be holding the Bible in my hand the oh. Jamaican New Testament in my hand cool and this, this okay. is all just me just doing on the spur and I said you know what I, we need to hear some of that being shared in Patois um, mm-hmm. here on the show. And I don't know whether or not you've got handle to it, even if it's on your phone, but one of my favourite um, scriptures or passages in the Bible in the New Testament is Mark chapter 4, when he talks about the parable of the, the sower. Mark chapter 4. Yes. So I have it in my hand. Oh, look. So, uh. <laughs> and, I'm, and this is going to be fascinating for you. So if you've never heard this, I really do enjoy listening because the one thing I found, which again, we haven't got lots of time, but is that actually I can speak it, but reading it is oh my two gosh. different things. To quite okay. to use my little English in there. Let me just say my little patwa. It's two different things for me because I look at it and I'm like, how would you say I, this? Yes, I fully understand. And that's a whole nother story because, well, you know, if you've been following me um, on YouTube and, and of course, WhatsApp and on Facebook, I have been doing daily readings from the Jamaican New Testament. And it is my vision that everybody who speaks and understands the Jamaican language, where we call Patois, mm-hmm. will have the chance to hear God's word in that language at least once. And that means more people will have to learn how to read it so that they can share it in the same way. So we soon we set up class. You see, you see, oh, you see, I like it. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. So, let's, yes. if you can, just from... Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, if you can, even just up to verse 7, if that's all right. Verse 7, verse 8. Just see if you can. If not, we can make it a bit shorter if it makes it easier. Start from verse 2. And in Start you, from verse two. And in you, and in you so little, little Tory. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So, mega read from the good news as gotten to Mark. The good news about Jesus as gotten to Mark. Chapter 4 from verse 2. And in you, so little Tory, and teach them holy person. He said to them, say, hear this. One farmer, they go out for plant some seed. And when he did a plant, somebody see them drop which part people walk and the bud then con con yam them up. Some drop with beer rock stone day. They never have much dot for growing. No, cause no holy part dot there. The root couldn't go down deep, deep. So the plant then come up fast, fast. When the sun come up, it scarch up the plant then and through their root then long enough, then dry up and dead. So other seed drop monks macabush, and when them pop up the macabush, choke them. So they never bear nothing. But some of the seed them drop on good ground and come bear food. Some bear 30 and 60 and even hundred times more than what the farmer did plant. Oh, I got to this. Oh my <laughs> life! Do you? I mean, it's just such a joy. And I suppose partly it feels not so much comical, but it, uh, in the, in a negative way. But just the joy of hearing yes. it that makes yes. me want to smile want to laugh. and laugh and yes. to laugh. Yes, and yes. and actually again really embrace the fact that I am of this heritage where Jamaican language patwa is being celebrated in this way and not negatively coming across and, and yeah. so thank you so much for reading that and again I, will, I probably will say this if you haven't as yet do go on online and check it out find and, and read some more and more so follow Joanne joannefaithrichards.com is the website but she's on Facebook and on so- YouTube 
YouTube Joanne Richards. Um, that's the channel. You'll find everything right there. And, and, and it's just a great yes. way to hear it. And so your work, again, then has continued as this ethnodoxologist to encourage mm. other, I suppose, other countries as well to make sure that yes. there are key ones like you making their mm. indigenous language be translated so that more people can hear the gospel in in their own language rather than English. That's right. Yes. God wants to hear us in uh, f- speaking to him from our bellies. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Not just from our heads. Just like how he says, pray with the spirit and with understanding is like, it can't just be one side. And then what about the people in our corporate spaces, especially in Jamaica, who don't think in English. What yes. happens to those people? And maybe this is why, you know, we don't have more people coming and participating in what's happening on the inside of church. But it's a good thing that God doesn't live in houses made by hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, John, so, so true. Uh, well, I, I've yeah. got a couple of things because everyone knows that if I, when I get to speak to somebody, they always have a chosen track. We should, we've got one of yours. But I do want people to sample some of the work that you have done outside of being part of the team there to help translation of, of language into okay. indigenous language. And by the way, I must say, I am not a translator. I did say earlier. Oh, yes, you did. Yes. So I did not work on the translation except to encourage and to cheer on those who were working on it and to pray for and with them. That was my task. Oh, well, and and it's and it works, and it's beginning to, and I do believe, pay off because more and more will get to know. And, and as you said, doing it the way that you're doing it, I just love the fact that God will say, "Whatever in your hands to do, go mm. on and do it." And and for you mm. in particular, with your creative um, giftings around the spoken word, singing, songwriting, wow. it's a joy to to see. And I want to play a little bit then of um, some of the music that you've produced in over the years. And we're going to play, okay. I'm going to play a little bit of Not Nadide. Is that, I've got that right? Not Nadide? Not Nadide. Not Nadide where God can do. Oh, me, I tell Luke you. Luke 1 verse 37. All right. So let's have a little of this and then um, we'll come back after hearing this. I'm talking to my guest, Joanne Richards. And let's just make sure this will play for me properly. There we go. Let's have a listen to some of this that she produced and wrote as well. My guest that I've had on the show, and it's been a joy to speak to you, Joanne, about the work that you're doing and how that came into being. And, and you know, you've also said that you've, you're an author. You've written the book, Jojo, Aunt Jojo Goes Vegan. Is this all part of your joy and your work going forward to celebrate your faith in Christ? But also, I suppose, giving a real feel to how you, you are as a Jamaican woman. 
Yes. Um, my first book was actually published in 2010 called God Incidences, Adventuring with an Awesomely Sovereign, Sovereignly Awesome God. And it was a story, stories really about my journeys around the world. Um, I've been to over 30 countries and just to see how God was there um, orchestrating things along the way. And then, of course, this year was the Anti-Jojo Goes Vegan, mm. a Jamaican story with tips and recipes for a healthier you. So that's on Amazon now. And uh, the ministry that I founded uh, back in 2010 as well is called Crew 44. And Crew is an acronym for Culturally Relevant Expressions of Worship. And the 44 is from Isaiah 40, verse 4. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low. So the the ministry was really focused on leveling things in the worship space so that everyone would have the opportunity to both hear God and express themselves to God in ways that were culturally relevant to them. And so that ministry also started publishing a magazine called the KW Magazine for Come Make Worship because the songs are published under the theme Come <laughs> Make Worship, right? Yeah. So the magazine is Crucial, and I spell that Crucial as in C-R-E-W from the ministry, Crucial Connections in Faith and Culture. Uh-huh. And we are, yes, we're a little behind now because we should have put out one in October, but that's when my mom was really yes, sick yes. and we had to just kind of pause for a while. Yeah. But we really envision introducing, because we want through the magazine to get to know ourselves better as Caribbean people and people of African descent globally who want to get to know ourselves better, get to know each other better and ultimately to develop deeper, more authentic relationships with God. And so we see ourselves introducing the, this work into various, well, both secondary and tertiary institutions and church spaces and, you know, wherever people of African descent are. You want who to make are, sure that they, they in, get, this, get this message and get it yeah. through. Yes. Joanne, like I said, it, it's been a joy. Uh, I, again, an insight. I feel already um, just truly blessed and educated and reminded of the wealth and the talent that comes from uh, the Caribbean and in particular from the island of Jamaica that we're celebrating in a sense today. Uh-huh. Uh, and so to end our time together, oh, I, I'm not going to say because every time I have a guest and because you always go, there's a part two, there's a part three, there's a part four. <laughs> um, but our time together needs to be ended with a track chosen, whether it be a, a gospel track from the past or the present. So tell us a little bit about the one mm. that you have chosen um, for us to hear today. So it's by Rondell Positive, and it is about worship. Rondell Positive is like my little brother, um, and uh, he, yes, he's very passionate, very rootsy. So I have been led into roots, even though I didn't grow up in roots. And um, this song is saying no stick nor no stone nothing is going to stop me from praising god you know um yeah well joanne richards thank you so much for being with me here on tapestry on affinity extra be extra Oh, it's that, it's that. I was just checking that it was there, you see, dear listeners, because you know me, sometimes you start these things and, and the music isn't there to go with it. But Joanne, <laughs> have a blessed time for the rest of the year. I know we'll be in touch. Um, and if you want to check her out, your website yeah. again, just for everybody to know. The website, joannefaithrichards.com is under construction, but it will be up by the end of the week. And the YouTube channel Joanne Richards. It's actually youtube.com slash Joanne Richards Goff. D O F F E. Right. So I really enjoyed this conversation, Nikki. And to all your listeners, I want to say it on a big up on yourself <laughs> and big on all the praise. What good and one love. Oh,
ever get to off of my praises. No, sticks no stone won't ever get to take my place. Oh no, I will worship you, Jesus, in all that I do. So that no sticks no stone no, won't ever get to take my place. Oh Lord, a life of worship. All that you require, your purpose and your will, that is my heart desire. Living by your word each day and true prayer. All the my steps, Lord, as you seek to take me higher. Obedience to your word, only God and your way. Bless my heart, my tongue, my lips, kind the words that I say. Not just true songs or lifestyle as I pray. It's a sacrifice of praise each moment, every day, so that no speaks not so. Won't ever get to offer my praises. Sticks no stones. Won't ever get to take my place. So oh, no, I'm gonna worship you in all that I do. So that no sticks no stones. Won't ever get to take my place. Oh no, sticks no stones. Won't ever get to offer my praises. Get to offer my praise, so I will worship you, Lord. With every breath that I take, I will praise you, Lord. This promise I make, and should eternity end and start all over again, even then, Lord Jesus, I will. Through the valley of the shadow of death, still gonna praise cause you never fail yet. Though the tempest high and billows me rule, praise from my heart, praise from my soul. With all that I have, with all in my being, revere every minute, praise the King of Kings. With all that I have, with all of my being, every minute, every hour, praise the Kings of Kings. No sticks, no stones. Never get to offer my praises. Sticks no stones won't ever get to take my place. Say I will worship you, Lord, with all that I do. So that no sticks no stones won't ever get to take my place. Hey, Lord, no money in my pocket, but I'm still gonna praise. No food on the table and I'm still gonna praise. No see the victory yet, but I'm still gonna praise. You're always on time, that's why I'm gonna praise. Me say no money in my pocket, Lord, I'm still gonna praise. No food on the table, but I'm still gonna praise. No see the victory yet, still gonna praise. You're always on time, Lord, Lord. You're always on time, boy. Always on time, Lord. decided, determined, I'm committed, that I'm wrong, no matter the cost, and I have decided, determined, I'm committed, that I'll run, even though at times I may get lost, I'm going to finish my race I'm going to take my proper place in the winning circle I'm going to run anyway I don't know where or when or how but I know that I'm going to make it Nestled safely in amazing grace 
goodness me smoky norfolk with his track run till i finish and that's something that we truly need to keep doing do not ever feel as though you you got to give up you got to keep running you have to stand on those promises stand on the word life is challenging for so many already 2022 hasn't started in the way that you would have liked that they would have liked but somehow God will keep you and you've got to choose to hold on to him through it all, through it all, through it all. Well, that brings us to the end of another week. Thanks so much to my guest, Joanne Richards-Goff. Again, if you want to check her out, just stick that name in uh, your search engine and you will come up with it. Check her out on Facebook as well um, as she shows the world how indigenous people's language can be used, can be celebrated in particular when it comes to wanting to know who the Lord Jesus is. So um, thank you so much for joining me. Catch me again. Uh, the show's back on Sunday as a repeat and again on Monday. Um, and all be well, I'll be back with you next Friday. So have yourself a great week. And let's go out with a bit of Still Shady. I am loving this guy. He's got a new single out. But from his album, How to Kill a Caterpillar, let's have the track. I remember. Take care, everybody. Keep yourself safe. Keep on praying. Normal stuff. I remember seeing mum cry them tears. It's an awkward one. I should have told her so, but I remember when I didn't talk too much. All that pride got me backing up a dangerous bird. It takes all this drug. So I remember when the crimes were petty, but regression is real. I remember when a man would call me shady before they knew me. I still money, respect, and the power, but they don't care how I feel. I remember those painful seasons, those memories give my chills. Before the madness started, I was top set of the classes. My teacher said I should study at Masters. I want to study the market. It should have been a pro contract, but he wasted his chances. Now the ops in the school, these plays were the local targets. With the local, this one here for the daily departing. I remember when we didn't have no advantage. All those nights were the darkest. Had to pray to the father. Now I just went harsh on the record label. Now I pay my own advances. Remember where it was starting. Glad that I made it past it. I remember when I first met Manny, you lot know him as Sampa. 
producer and rapper. Every night we were cooking a madness. I remember those late nights, but it was just practice. If you knew how long we'd have talked with a packed up bags, but we didn't. Life's now greasy, but it's life ain't easy. Samsung 3310, I remember that Tim car were on EE. Scars tell stories, that one in my back it they didn't kill me. I remember my exes, see I left when I realized that they couldn't help me. I remember those sins, I remember the cling. I remember when broke up, man I remember those things. I see dangerous things. See my cast that I said don't keep it with him. I set my eyes on the king, and on my darkest days I'm remembering him. I'm remembering him. See, my mom said, don't forget where you come from. I'm taking that in. And in the class, that light can't come without darkness. That's Yang the Yin. I remember that day that I made my choice. I remember when I heard your voice. I remember that I had to rejoice. That's the greatest thing. I don't wanna hold the back of the snow most. I'm gonna cry them tears and open one. Should've told her sorry. I remember that it took too much. I remember. I remember. Trials. Tribulations, failures, lessons. A caterpillar dies, butterfly is born. <laughs> 